Welcome, my friends, to the Chaos Creed Podcast, where we discuss masculinity, emotional intelligence, and what it takes to be the greatest version of ourselves, then clash that with thought-provoking experience and perspective to unleash the greatest answers to the question, what does it mean to be rebel-minded? The space is here, the battleground set, and our creed committed to. I'll see all of you soldiers on the other side. How are you guys doing tonight? It's late. I have not recorded this late in a while. Um, I'm a 10 o'clock in bed kind of guy. I've been stretching that lately. You know what else is super cool? Is recognition. Like people recognizing the difference that you're making. Um, and the great thing about that is I realized something a little while back was that I kind of needed to eat my own words because I used to express the idea that we shouldn't have to have anybody validate us, validate us. And that is, that is kind of true to a point. You don't need anybody to validate what you're doing, what your goals are. Uh, what you love in life, what your passion is, where you decide to spend your time, how you decide to make money, who you decide to love, those types of things. But when we're following what we do, when we're looking for passion, when we're looking for love and fulfillment, we work really, really hard at things, and we want to be validated for our work. And it's instinctive. It's actually what makes us feel as part of the tribe. And I think it just took me a long while to understand that and stop being stubborn because I was expecting so much of myself to be independent and confident without the need for anybody's words or admiration or validation for that matter. But really, we know we're doing well. We know we're on the right path when people are validating our work, when people are validating the value that we're trying to give. So yeah, I need to go back and kind of eat my words on that. But the reason I say that is because there are some people that are willing to connect with me on the things that I'm doing. They're willing to express their thoughts and opinions. And it's nice to finally hear some words. It's nice to finally feel connected to some people out there. It makes me feel, feel good about the work that I'm trying to do. It makes me feel good about the voice that I have. It makes me feel human. And also, because... I've gained almost 10 pounds in a month because my trainer is stuffing me with food, which isn't a bad thing. I do have a difficult time in keeping those calories clean a little bit, um, but that is also up to my own discipline. But I've noticed a strength difference. There's definitely a size difference, and I'm starting to feel like my old self a little bit despite 
my injury, I am starting to really feel like I'm an athlete again. It is quite nice. And people step back and say, oh, you, you look bigger. Have you been filling out? And I, being the asshole that I am, instead of taking the compliment, decide to say, well, I'm just fatter. Which, technically, my body fat percentage is up. But my body is becoming more full. I haven't gained muscle in a month. That I'm not a scientist, but I think that's a little quick. But I do believe the muscles can fill back out after so much time of being in a calorie deficit and not hitting weights really hard. But I digress. Now, as I talk of validation of our of our goals and what we aspire to be, I am talking about our mission. And that is the topic for today, and I think it's a very important one. And I think that there's a difference between just being successful and having a mission. So if you're curious, stay tuned, and let's get into it. First question is, though, do you have a mission? You can call it whatever you want, really. You can call it a mission, a purpose, life goal, destiny. I actually love the word destiny, but I'm not Harry Potter or any sort of Greek god. But man, if I could be. What do you have today that motivates you? And I'm not talking about this superficial idea of motivation. Everyone today talks about motivation, and I support it. But I mean, what deeply stirs your soul? What the fuck is out there in that world that makes you feel invincible? What is it that's out there that makes you feel alive? As kids, we really only had one job, didn't we? No, it wasn't to get good grades. It wasn't to be responsible and do our chores. Nothing should have been more important for us than to dream. That imagination and that creativity that made us create the plotline for all of our stories and our games. It was our job first and foremost to experience and dream. The freedom of childhood gave us a chance to mold our personality, our character, and the influence that we would potentially have on our future. The reason I feel so strongly about having a mission is because of two things. Firstly, what we dreamed of in our adolescence has this strange ability to stick. And the years that mold us, whether it's on the path to our destiny or away from it, our first experiences and our greatest loves in life are never forgotten. Our brain never lets them go. We may never pursue them, we may never play them out, we may never face our fear. We may never decide that we're good enough. But that only means that it will die with us. In regret. And I have decided to never let that happen to me. I have made it my sole goal to live my life as fully as I can, regardless of knowing what I'm doing. The first four or five years of my trade career as an electrician, I was always highly stressed about two things. Number one, how the hell can I get better at being an electrician so I don't get fired? Because I was a people pleaser. And how in the hell do I find a way out of it? Out of this trade 
out of this misery, out of this darkness. Super contradictory thoughts, I know. But possible, believe me. And secondly, is that we never really feel fulfilled unless we're taking our dreams into consideration. You know the stories of the ones who became pro athletes at 19, at the ones that became world-renowned authors at 60. Your inner childhood dream never lets go of you. If we never try to fulfill them, they will tease us and poke at us. Our dreams will eat away at us and change the way we enjoy life if we decide not to listen. To the ones who never chase their dreams and will never know, and what a world this would be if every one of us chased what could be. Because if we don't chase what we want in life, we dissolve. But when we do, hang the fuck on. Because nothing can stop you from chasing love. So, what will you decide? Have your dreams drown you? Or use your dream as the metaphorical sword to conquer all? Now, the hard part is that most of us were convinced by the world to follow this quote-unquote reality and sent us headfirst into industries and production lines and 9-to-5s. It's like a wake-up call to do something that has nothing to do with your childhood dream. It's the world trying to detour you, and they are damn convincing at it too, trying to convince you that money and things are more important than your internal happiness. Enough so that it tries to tell you that the money and things are happiness. Your dream is being dissolved and the world can be damn convincing because most of the ones convincing you are also the ones you love, the ones that have also been convinced. Our loved ones missed out and were convinced of a false reality, and they will try to convince you of the same because they have decided that that's the right way. That's the only way. And defying the ones you love would make you an outcast, a lonely entity. But don't be afraid of the darkness, for the darkness will lead you to something that most never get the chance to see, something that cannot be seen with the eyes, only the heart. So what does it take to follow our dream? In my opinion, it's clarification. We have to see how and where our dream fits into the real world. And we can't get success mixed up with a mission. Of course, I'm just playing on words here. But mission has a feeling of commitment that takes the whole heart of a person. Something that influences and takes inclusion of the people around us. To me, mission is fulfillment. A mission can be met, but it never really ends. A mission is open-ended. Because a mission always has a purpose and there will always be people that need you and your mission. Success can be stated pretty easily, and there's always an end. Success can be easily done in the right context. I can be successful at my workout. I can be successful at making it through the week. I can be successful at buying a new car. I can be successful at finding my dream job. But my mission, my mission is success and fulfillment wrapped into one. It's my heart and my soul. It's grind and discipline. It's doing the hard shit to make room for euphoric joy and satisfaction. A lifestyle, not just a goal. A mission is something that we can't ignore. We feel as if there is an injustice in the world, some sort of suppression or some sort of need of the world. It calls to us. It calls to us to be creative, to be something great to the world. That can be a talent that we have or an idea 
or an innovation that the world is just crying out for, at the same time making us feel more alive than anything else in us or around us can. What is that? What? You don't feel like you have any desire like that? You feel like you don't have a dream? Consider this then. What scares the shit out of you? What is there that stands out so strongly in your mind, something that you would love to try but would be insanely scared to fail at? Start there. For me, that's public speaking. It's being a leader of men and of people. Yeah, I speak to a mic, but that's a distant relative of the mic that stands on a boom underneath lights and in front of waves of people. My fear is not being able to speak clearly, loudly and strong, and not being a beautiful enough voice with a great enough purpose to really be worthy of a stage. And because of that fear, the first thing I must do is take action against it. I must face fear and jump into opportunity. The second thing that fear does for me is make me meticulous about being ready. It makes me prepare for the things that scare the shit out of me. Don't procrastinate. Prepare. Because no matter how much you prepare, the act will still scare the shit out of you. Preparation just takes the edge off. Something that I want to state very clearly, though, is the way success looks. It's what happens on the path of fulfilling mission. Success is fucking ugly. You never want ugly. Ugly is repulsive and uncomfortable. But behind all of that is the resiliency of the work and the beauty of the process. If you dream of your mission, if you dream of being successful, what does that look like? It's probably pretty beautiful, yeah? Visualization is an amazing thing. It glorifies our success. It brings beauty with it. It makes it feel and look like the pageant queen. It's everything you've ever wanted. And that's what we need. We need to see how great it is. We need to know that all the work to get there is worth the goal. And the path on the way up will test you. To your very limit and beyond. You will suffer. You will eat heaps of dirt and dust. You'll break. And the only thing that will keep you going is the vision that you created. So, I want to leave you guys with something tangible. Kind of some unwritten steps to preparing yourself and building resistance. Something to help you take action and commit to the rebel-minded promise. So number one, this is pretty obvious, but is the hardest for so many of us that are dug in deep. You have to figure out what your goal is. What is your mission? Even if you feel like you're satisfied with your life now, please just take this time to sit and be curious. We all have the ability to be great at so many things, not just one, but most of us find one skill and never attempt anything else, even if it's satisfying. So find time for yourself. Find a place with no distraction and do nothing but think. Turn off your phone, go to a remote area and find peace. Set your mind in a place where time does not exist. A mindset that does not rush you. Now think of your life history, what you've gone through, what you've learned and loved, what you've hated, what broke you, what saved you. Think about all of your relationships, all of your adventures, all of your right and wrong turns. Let your mind wander. Don't direct it, let it go. Let it drift into everything. Repeat this step as much as you can over weeks and even months. 
until your mind takes you to things that make your heart jump into your throat. Things that excited you but you never dove into. Things that drastically changed your life. Mine was a relationship. It took me months to realize how much it was directing me to my work and how much I completely ignored it before that relationship. It showed me my curiosity for people. It showed me how much I hated myself and how badly I needed change. It made me see that I couldn't stand the idea of people being as unaware as I was. I wanted people to find freedom the way I did. Number two, once you find that one thing, start visualizing a lifestyle based around that one thing. Don't worry about how you're going to get there. That's not your business, which many great minds will tell you actually. Worry just about what that life would be like. Would you love that lifestyle? It should be the one thing that fulfills you without a thought of money. What would make you happier than anything in this world? And don't restrict yourself. If there is any life that is being lived by someone, you can do it too. No one is better, smarter, or more worthy of you to make it work. You just have to be willing to put in the same or more work than them. Do not listen to the lies you tell yourself. It can't be done. I don't have the money. I'm not smart enough. There isn't enough room in the industry. It's all fucking bullshit. And if the thing you want to do with your life isn't being done yet, then congratulations. You're the first. Bring new beauty to the world. I want to change people's mindsets. I want to create stronger, more unique, more emotionally dependent men. I want to speak on stages and inspire the masses. And I want to love people so hard because something in me almost bursts my heart when I think about it. Find that it is possible. And now number three. This is the action stage. This is hard as fuck. Because fear stands in the way. And fear comes fucking loaded with ammunition. It has every weapon imaginable. Doubt, lies, limitations, excuses, a scarcity mindset, proof of failure, embarrassment, suffering, and loneliness. You are fighting an army and you are your strongest soldier. But the few things on your side come with more strength than your enemy. You bring with you your heart and passion and value and justice and fear of regret, which is my personal favorite. Guys, all you have to do, all you have to do is constantly take action. Don't worry about how efficient the action is. Not yet. Just take action. Take action. Take action. Because you will begin to notice the separation between your old self, your old life, and your old limiting thoughts. After weeks and months and years, yes, I fucking said years, because that's what it takes, you will see that separation. And it will give you the actual proof of the difference you're beginning to make. This is what really makes you start to believe in yourself times 10, because it doesn't always come up front. In the beginning, we tend to fight a fight that we don't always see as real or possible because of the beatings we take. Sometimes it takes seeing that belief come true to actually validate everything we suffered through. We just have to start with a belief strong enough. Every time I felt horrible, every time I felt like what I was doing was worthless, all of the times I've felt so lonely because no one is with me on this journey, I remind myself of one thing. One fucking thing. Am I willing to go back? Am I willing to feel worthless again and miserable? 
and the only weight on my shoulders is not being good enough? And for me, the answer is always no. And now, I've come too far. I would never forgive myself for giving up now. I know now that I'm past the point of no return. My heart and soul would never survive going back. And if that's what it takes, if you have to question falling back into your old life to keep you resilient, then question yourself every day. Because not every day is going to feel great. And honestly, most days won't. But it's the few and far in between that make everything worth it. This is mission, guys. To be completely honest, I think mission is necessary in this life. I think fulfillment is key to living our life without regret. I know even now, I haven't been through deep enough mud to deserve what I want most. I know that I have dark times ahead, sprinkled with times of glory and joy that will make every piece of my journey worth it. The question is, will you? Will you defy the odds? Will you tell the world to step aside and put yourself on the battleground? Are you willing to face the risk to fight for truth and justification of your place in this world? If so, grab your sword and shield and join me in a journey that changes your life and opens your eyes to all it has to offer. Join with me in rebellion to mediocrity. A little too theatrical? <laughs> Maybe. That's it for this week though, guys. Stay true to your mission. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded.